0: Hello, and welcome to another episode of Crosstalk, Bible Talk Show here uh, from the Augusta Crock Church. Uh, However you find this, welcome. Hopefully you enjoy. Uh, We have just kicked off a new series where we are discussing redemption. Uh, We're not Bible experts, but my name is John. That's Captain John, nothing. It's not confusing at all, folks. No, no, <laughs> man. Two minutes is a long time when you're just staring at a counter. That's true. <laughs> oh gosh, you would think we were dancing behind the scenes, but I was bobbing my head. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> I mean, the the first song I really like. The first minute is is, is my jam, but uh, that last minute is kind of meh. Uh, but hopefully, everyone enjoys that goodness, um, and hopefully you enjoy this goodness. Again, we're we're t- discussing the. Topic: The broad and big topic of redemption uh, for the month of October on this our Bible talk show. Um, How are you doing, Captain? I'm doing very well. Good. This is episode two for you. You feel like an expert yet? Right? Uh, No. (laughs) It never never comes. Don't worry.
1: Yeah, yeah. That's the one thing I've I've been a, a Salvation Army officer for over 14 years, and I always assume that
0: I don't know what I'm talking about. It, it's probably good. And it, it's good not to be the smartest person in the room.
1: Oh, for sure. Yeah. We're
0: in trouble if I'm the smartest one. The <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> uh, well, it, I mean, it's, it's good. So you'd say you you're always uh, in need of, of learning more. and, and Absolutely. Good, because that's segue. Yeah. Um, We discussed defining redemption last week. Um, Hopefully, uh, everyone watching or listening to this, wherever you find it, uh, Facebook, podcast, however, hopefully you check that out. Uh, You're not going to miss too much. There's not too much each week. We're going to be like, you know, and last time we we, went, but definitely uh, good to check out. We defined uh, redemption ourselves. We looked up some things and and also uh, looked at what the Bible had to say about it. And similarly, following that, then we're kind of talking today, the need for it, the point. What's the point? um, Not just initially, uh, but what's the point for the person who believes they're already redeemed? Um, Big topics to discuss. Um, I thought that an opening question of what do you need to be redeemed from was a little too much, maybe a little too heavy. (laughs) Um, Maybe save that for therapy. But um, I, I find... What a lot of people uh, need redemption from is their taste in movies. So I thought instead, what is your guilty pleasure film? <laughs> yeah, so, you know,
1: I have three kids and all that. So so
0: you consume a wide variety then. Yeah,
1: and, and there are, you know, we, we like franchises a lot. Uh, so like Harry Potter is mm-hmm. one that, that will... If we have a, a long day where it's the five of us, we'll, we'll throw on some Harry Potter. That's a good one. Of course, Indiana Jones. Mm. Uh, Star Wars is another one that we, we enjoy. And anything in the MCU. Uh, but, no, none,
0: of, none of those you have to feel bad for?
1: No. no. I would judge no. you
0: if you didn't like them, actually. There, <laughs> <laughs> fair <laughs> enough. Um, you
1: know, there are, I'm trying to think, a movie that I like that's universally thought of as bad and that's uh, a good one and i don't know Oh, i've got a lot i I like and there's no judgment zone right like i really like the national lampoons like it's not Christmas unless you watch christmas vacation like that's how i feel about that movie so that might be the one elf's another one yeah
0: i i like
1: christmas movies uh a lot so I'm, i'm gonna i'm gonna stick with christmas vacation
0: Gotcha. Well, if I could put if if I could pick a full genre, my my wife would be beside me telling the audience for me that it would be Hallmark movies. Um, I it I don't understand it myself. um, Me and my therapist haven't brought it up yet, but um, (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I just I love uh, something. uh, Me and my other mother do a lot uh, is we'll sit uh, whenever we're together watch Hallmark movies. That's what we do. That's how we hang out. We just have Hallmark on in the background, but um, if I had to get specific and pick just one thing, um, Megan gives me a lot of grief for it, but not necessarily uh, jovial. She she gets it, she just likes teasing it because I don't like romance movies again. Yeah. Why it's weird, I like Hallmark, uh, but one of yes. my favorite movies ever is Stardust, it's also a great book, it's by Neil Gaiman, and um. Yeah, it's just like super cheesy fantasy love story. It's yeah, yeah. Um, really crazy. And I can't tell you why I like it. It's just it's just great. It's also got Henry Cavill, before he looked like Henry Cavill.
1: Um, before Superman
0: was super- Yeah, nice. <laughs> right. So- the Mustache um, gate and all that. It's a good movie. You can watch it on Netflix right now, I think. So, so I, I, we're I can... learning,
1: John Wayne, that you, Hallmark Stardust, you are big into, you're a fan of cheese. Like, I do.
0: I th- I think cheese covers a multitude of sins. So <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah, absolutely. I can I get with a bad movie if it's cheesy as heck. Um, <laughs> like, uh, what's that movie with uh, Ben Stiller and the 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 crew of like bad, like not bad, evil, but like they're bad at being heroes. There's like the magic. Oh, oh yes, I know what you're talking about. Um somebody in the comments one dropped has a it shovel
1: and, uh, One has a bowling ball that I can't yeah, remember the name of
0: I can't remember what it's called. I rewatched it recently. But I know you're though. talking about. It was on um Peacock, which is the new Netflix thing. Right. And um I was just like, oh my gosh, I, I used to love this movie. I still do. It's horrible. <laughs> it's so bad, but it's so fun. <laughs> uh sometimes you gotta be able to just turn off your brain and have fun. Anyway. Uh, great question for those watching, listening. Let us know what's your guilty pleasure film, and we will judge you accordingly. That's right. <laughs> uh, we'll also pray for you. But <laughs> no, um, yeah, I, I feel like it's one of those things where we get to a certain point where we feel like we're we're good. I, I, you know, you've been doing this officer thing, this pastor thing for a while, and, and I'm, I'm sure you can kind of relate to it. Uh, even me, I'm going on a, a seven years in, in my job. It can be easy to kind of check out and feel like I've I've got it. You know, I figured it out. I don't yeah. need anything else. I'm just going through the motions until retirement, right? And spiritually, yeah. we're, we've got a lot of folks that kind of check out until retirement. Um, hmm. I don't think we can afford to do that with redemption, though. I think it's, it's something, uh, as we defined last week, very intentional, something we have to be mindful as we go through. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think that's something we can do professionally either. Uh,
1: Very but good point. The the being, I think we said last time, being teachable is huge. Being self aware is important. Like everyone, everyone has flat sides outside of Christ. Everyone has flat sides, and when you become aware of those flat sides, that empowers the change to happen where that flat side, again, going with scripture here, when I recognize what my weaknesses are, then I lean more into Christ and his power.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Right. Uh, And so, yeah, I I think checking out, like if you check out spiritually, you're dead, you know, and I don't want to, have start right out the hero, gate but but yeah you're you're dead if you check out spiritually and say i made it i'm good right um you you've missed the the point like being like christ is is huge and and um not something that can happen overnight right we look at we look at um we look at examples in scripture like Paul Paul is a, is a big one. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Paul we, we and we look at Paul and we say, well, he had this amazing conversion experience on the road to Damascus and then uh everything changed for him. Yes. However, we also know that Paul was still working out his salvation even after right cuz so often we look at Paul, we compare Paul and Peter and say, well, Peter took forever to get it. Paul got it right off the bat. Well, that's not really true if you you dig in and you see that like Paul it took learning and you see this over and over again where David Moses right Abraham all of these people um get it but then there's still this continual learning uh and 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 uh, being teachable
0: yeah absolutely and i think that's where testimonials are so important i think like if I can ask any favors of the elders of churches or or those who have uh, great influence due to their heritage and, and longevity with their churches, yeah, share your faults. Be be honest um, whenever you have an opportunity. Not necessarily to invite everybody into your closet. You know, yeah. like you don't have to put it all to bear, but you know, as as people grow up in the church, I feel like there's a certain age and certain time where uh, people stop talking about that process, you know, people stop inviting a view into that of, uh, you know, I'm struggling, Mm -hmm. I need this prayer. Um, And especially when you get into roles of leadership, whether that's, you know, official or not, because I think you can be a leader without having a role Absolutely. Uh, I mean, we talked last week about like our, our redemption, if it affects us, should affect others. Right. So like effectively, everyone's a leader. You know, you're always leading someone. Or, and, and so um, but when we when we feel that influence, then we're like, well, I, to lead you well, I can't struggle. And that's such a lie. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I've been well led by people that admit um, their struggles, their faults and everything. Um, cause it just makes me feel better. And even Paul talks about it. I mean, talks about how hard of a time he had, he definitely talked more, I think about how life wasn't easy. Um, and I think, uh, but I think that was Paul's way of saying like, just because you get to a certain point, it doesn't all just work out and you're just waiting for Jesus. Like it's still, you're still alive. You're still to the mercy of what goes on around you and everything. So, yeah, if I if I could ask anything of of elders and influencers in the churches is share more about where you are. I think in that in that journey, if if that's fair.
1: Yeah, I, I, yeah, I think that's good. I, I think so often when we share uh, our testimony, it's about what God did for us, not what God is doing right for us right that continual thing and so often we become experts by by appointment right by we say you're a leader and so now you're an expert but 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 honesty goes a long way and transparency goes a long way in in working out redemption together as a body of believers um yeah i i've right i mean i've I'm, I've been an officer over 14 years. I, uh, you know, the, the Salvation Army has placed me and my wife in, in positions of authority that I think sometimes like, wow, that's crazy. I have that much authority. Um, and and I, I recognize the importance of being transparent, of, of being not acting like I have it all together when I don't. Yeah. Right. Because that's that is when we do that, when we act like we have it all together, because that's the expectation set for us as the church that we're going to have it all together um, and we don't. Well, then that one is a it's a lie, right? We're predicating relationships with others off of a lie. Uh, and, and that's a problem. Uh, but two, it also does not afford us. The opportunity for what we need—redemption, right? Because when we talk about redemption, yeah, sin, 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 but also redeeming again my character, my my personality, my my drive, my my focus, my calling, right? Redeeming all of those things, and when I deny that I need them, so that you think I look good, well, that that robs me
0: and you right yeah well it it's that um ever-present human conundrum you know we we know what we want and we do exactly what takes away what we want
1: yeah yeah.
0: Um, you know we're, we're very good at that so uh we might have already answered it but yeah we're talking about needing redemption so um just a more more direct here uh why why do we Need redemption. It kind of plays into what we talked about last week in defining it, right? We we can't separate the fact that redemption is, is an effect to the cause of sin. In that you know we we have this this n- nature, uh, as as you put it, this this thing about us that is just in us, not by choice that. We want to do what we shouldn't want to do. We, we like what we shouldn't like, and we make ourselves uh, our our king or queen. Yeah. Um, but then also, it is the things we do as well that um, are out of selfishness or out of um, an unhealthy love for things that aren't God. And so, there there is that side of it. Of yeah, I understand the sin stuff. But if I feel fine in life, if I'm good, why do I need redemption? Or if I, I if I said that prayer at youth councils, you know, if if I went to, to Bible camp and had a great summer, and it's all been great ever since, why do I need redemption? You know, mm-hmm. making it kind of relevant um, continually. Yeah, yeah. So God didn't
1: call us to be fine. Mm-hmm. Right. There's there's we can be fine and that's OK, but God didn't call us to be fine. Right. And because of and it's funny, all the things you're looking at my notes, I, I, I got you. man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but but that sinful, carnal nature that is innate in us because of original sin, because of our first parents disobeying, uh, that puts us in conflict with God. Right. Even even to the point where we say, yes, I accept your salvation. I accept your son, right? Because, okay, so we so often do a disservice to people by saying, if you just believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, you can be saved. Yeah, 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 okay. No, that's not true. There's more mm-hmm. to it. Right. And so when we talk about that person, maybe at a church camp or at a youth councils uh, or whatever, who said yes to Christ, but that did not change uh, them on the inside. That did not change their interactions with others. Well, I would say you being fine. Right. And that's a nebulous word that what what is fine, Uh, but you being fine isn't what God has called you to. God has called all of us to a life of purpose and meaning, uh, and sometimes that life is difficult. Uh, And if you don't have a connection to Christ being continually redeemed in those difficult times, in those valleys, even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, can you say that you will fear no evil? Can you say that if you are not allowing Christ to continually redeem you and having that relationship well I would say no so you're fine is is predicated on external factors yeah when when Christ says I want you to have life and life more abundant right more that's why we need
0: <laughs> yeah well, I mean, and and it seems like, and it may sound to our watchers, listeners, um, like speaking to the church, speaking to leaders, speaking speaking to people who have control over things, right? Stop trying to sell redemption, because that's really what twists how we bring people into redemption, which, first of all, we don't have anything to do with that other than making it attractive by living redeemed. Yes. it's not an indictment of church or church leadership, because, again, redemption is something for everyone. Therefore, living redeemed is something for everyone. And then, therefore, that means everyone, you know, you can almost call us all priests, you know, we, we all have a representation yeah, <laughs> yeah, that, that's yes. yes,
1: yes. That's what we believe. Yeah. Right? We believe right. in the priesthood of all believers. Right? Whether you have these on, or you have a collar, or or you 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 feel called by God to go into formal ministry, or you feel called by God to be the best plumber you can be, or whatever. Yeah, we are all part of that priesthood of believers that the same Bible I read as a priest or a pastor is the same one that you have, the same Holy Spirit that indwells me, indwells you, Or I mean, it's the same. Yeah, we, we, we what the church has done for years, and we didn't used to do this in the Salvation Army, but what the church has done for years is we pay professionals to do the mission of redemption, of, of making that attractive to other people. Mm-hmm. But Scripture says, now go right. and make disciples everywhere you go. And so we we say, the church, and, and I'm broad brushes here, right? Yeah, obviously. yeah. Um, and we say, I pay my tithe so that you can go. Mm-hmm. No, 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 no. That's,
0: that's your mm-hmm. paycheck, that we're yeah. paying you. To represent yeah. redemption.
1: Yeah, no, tithe is, which is another thing altogether. That's a spiritual uh, yeah. discipline.
0: That's uh, a separate series. Yes.
1: Uh, <laughs> uh, that's a spiritual discipline. But but whether or not you have the gift of evangelism or not, we are all called to be ambassadors, to be heralds,
0: to talk to others, Yeah. to make it attractive. Right. And and so in and, and talking about you know these these footholds that have come along to thinking that what Jesus wants for us is to be fine. That that's not just the church. Like that that we all have to. Why do we need redemption? We need to get it right so we get that we represent it right. Yeah. Right. We can't represent a life that says accept Jesus and you'll be fine. Yeah. You know that you'll accept mediocrity. That you'll be okay. Um, you know. Yeah. You mentioned. You mentioned it of like, you know, we say like, you know, say this prayer, do this thing, whatever. There's a really great book by J.D. Greer. Um, and he's a Baptist. Don't hold it against him. But um, <laughs> it's called Stop Asking Jesus Into Your Heart. Hmm. And it tackles that. And And if we're talking about this representation, we all have. This isn't something to recommend to your pastor to read. This is something I think that every one of us should read because it applies as much to Cause let's let's go ahead and, and and just tackle it, right? Like, if you don't represent redemption well, you don't understand redemption well, and arguably, maybe then have not accepted it. Yeah, uh, you know, and and that's that's hard. Um, that that really challenges us uh, and, and and our self awareness spiritually and everything. But you know, if we're willing to say that redemption is little more than just being okay and being tolerable with the things of life and and doing these certain things, then maybe we don't ourselves understand redemption. And and so this this book, JD Greer, he walks through that. It's not just this, hey pastors, stop doing this at church conferences, but it's also, hey Christian, remember what Jesus really wants for you. You know it's not to accept him into your heart and say a pretty prayer it's not to go to the altar each week to make sure that you're still gassing up it's 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 so much more it's so much more infinite than that um and it's not just for your sake but for everyone's sake all those that come in contact with you your family those you work with it's for not just you it's definitely your relationship don't get me wrong and don't um do it for the wrong reasons, but we have to think about how how what we do and don't do, especially spiritually, has effects on those we come in contact with. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I think.
1: Being fine is is not high on God's priority list for me. Right. And, and I don't want to mischaracterize. I think God wants me to have joy. Mm-hmm. I think God wants me to have peace I think he wants all of that for me, right? But again, that being fine—it's—it's the—it's the same thing of external things play into that, right? Because I can have joy and have peace and not be fine
0: today. Right? Yeah, and and that's a really big thing to not miss and and to not mishear from us. I think is if fine is the best you can do that. That's okay. That's valid. Sure. Because you can still have the fruit of the spirit in that. And that that's like this crazy thing about the way God works is that even when we're just fine, he's still good. You know, like you can still live and 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 uh, receive and benefit from the blessings of redemption and be fine today. Yeah. Like, yeah, because I, I know I have those days where... <laughs> yeah. I, I'm not, I'm not bounding off of rooftops in Christian joy, <laughs> you know, sure. like I, it, it's okay today. And, and that happened. And, and I, and again, that goes back to how we're talking about, like, that's where being honest is, is very important. It, you can be redeemed and be okay. Yeah, right? You need to be okay with being okay sometimes. So there's this,
1: there's this balance, right? This dichotomy of, of I don't have to be fine all the time. Uh, and also that in that Christ has called me uh, into his goodness, into his greatness, right? And so the, the realization that the part of us as the body of Christ is to make redemption and, and relationship with Christ attractive. So there's this balance of, because you know, like I do, like many who are here uh, watching now or listening, know people who are Christian maybe in name only maybe uh who are always down Mm. and are always in a bad mood and always right and so that's not what we're talking about right if you're consistently and constantly in those things well one maybe 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 you need to to seek out, you know, some help with a counselor or something who might be in depression or things like that. And that's nothing to, to sneeze at or to downplay like that. Those are important things that, that you should be seeking out. Um, but we also need to, to be seeking Christ in that, in the joy of the Lord, right? Is my mm-hmm. strength, right? That's, these are these scriptures that crop up. And, and And again, it's that external things that happen to me matter. They absolutely do the internal God that is in me who I've invited into my life is bigger than those things. And that said, obviously, those things can can affect me, but I have to allow God to lead and guide even in those difficult. This isn't a great day.
0: uh, Yeah, they are transparent. Yeah. Well, because and arguably, God works best in those moments, and absolutely, um, and you know, uh, it, it, if if redemption is more than external, right, it, it, which is something we've been hitting on pretty regularly, then so, uh, then external things can't dampen or taken away redemption. Yes, and that's really what we're digging in. Yes, right here is, um, although external things still happen are, and are valid, they they can't take away redemption any more than they can give you redemption. Yes. Right. Um, and it's funny you mentioned like uh, Debbie Downers in church and everything. I, had, <laughs>
1: and
0: I, I preached recently and I had a, a point and I didn't, well, I didn't have a point. I had, I had a little quote that I didn't actually uh, mention, but it made me think of that again. And it's just like, uh, you know, so many Christians can turn lemonade into lemons. Mm. <laughs> um i heard somebody refer to somebody like that recently and i was just like oh because right like life is a little bit of sweet and a little bit of sour sure but there's so many christians that it's just all sour
1: yeah
0: it, it's just it's just all down um, and and i think there has to be a willful desire for something other than that right you know there has to be a will, willful desire for finding joy in the struggle for finding peace although we're in the midst of something that seems like it should be you know un- undealable um it god's going to do it whether we want it or not but if we don't ever want to find the fruit we never will you know i mean we have we have that part to to play for sure yeah So if you've been enjoying the conversation so far, make sure you share this, Uh, whether it's on Facebook, you can do it right now, Uh, evangelize virtually to your brothers and sisters, Um, or if you're listening to the podcast, you can share it after the fact as well. Uh, It definitely helps us out, and it gets the conversation out there uh, for more people to join in. So in looking at why we need redemption, um, I was going through the Bible, picked up a couple of verses I thought would we're pretty good for this. Um, starting off, New Testament, or uh, sorry, Old Testament. Actually, it's all Old Testament today. It is, yeah. Awesome. yeah I like it. Uh So we're getting righteous. In here. Ecclesiastes. Uh, I love the book of Ecclesiastes. Ecclesiastes. If you want a, if you want a book of the Bible that's legit and down, sometimes, yeah. like, oh my god, literally starts off. It's all meaningless.
1: Yeah. Uh, right.
0: It, but what's so great about place. that is you have an author that sees like the futility and yet sees the hope. It's, it's that balance that we, we are talking about for sure. So uh, Ecclesiastes 7.20 uh, says, Indeed, there is no one on earth who is righteous, not one who does what is right and never sins. All right. So we, we've hit on this a couple of times now. And, and, and in thinking about why we need redemption, uh, not just initially, but continually, uh, I think it's important remembering, like you mentioned, original sin. Right. Yeah. So that's like we don't we don't claim to be theologians here. We, we, we aren't certified to teach by most means. Um, but having the rinky dink understanding that I do theologically, you know, uh, original sin is this concept that we, we are born into sin in that there, there's not someone who's going to be born today who that if they get everything right, aren't sinful. Um, and, and it's a hard concept to, I think, accept because we think that is if we don't do anything bad, then we're not bad. And if we're not bad, then we're exempt from God's plan. Sure. Um, but you know, here in Ecclesiastes, and of course, Paul talks about this a lot actually too. Um, but we see throughout the Bible that because of our first parents, because of Adam and Eve, because of what happened in the beginning, it set in motion everything to this point so that there none of us have it right and we have no capability of ever getting it right in and of our own volition and so in in thinking about how we need redemption we need it because we we aren't perfect and there's no way to be perfect there's no way to get it uh just right you're not going to figure out the secret to life that nobody else has figured out for however many years we've had earth yeah
1: yeah, there, there's something innate in all of us, I think. I don't think I'm unique and, and when I talk to other people, I think that it's the same kind of thing. This this feeling on the inside of there's gotta be more. There's gotta be more. Right. And I, and I think that speaks into to that. And and until you realize what that more is, uh, you, you have that empty hole and plenty of people fill it with with things that, that are destructive or not destructive um, but but they're not going to ever fill that hole that was created for our creator right just, there's something more and that and that is that again that innate recognition that we on 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 arrival when we are born or when we are created um, right and we're in our mother's womb and all that 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 we Uh, because of original sin are incomplete and we need redemption not just for our salvation but to make us whole right and we talk about holiness but part of holiness is essentially making us whole Mm -hmm. again right and we are missing that wholeness Uh, and we all feel it but we all deal with it in different ways And, and scripture lays out no this is the way this is how uh, you you deal with that wholeness. Is you need a relationship with with Christ, with God, with the right. Triune God.
0: Yeah, and that, and that's a great way to take uh, these kinds of you know. No one on earth is righteous. No one on earth doesn't need God. Right. Right. Um, you know, there's two two ways to be separated. There there is the sin. Right. There is doing things that actually spiritually separate us these are the bad things but then there's also simply not being in relationship with god yeah you know you can still volunteering at the soup kitchen still treating your wife right right like still doing all the stuff but by not choosing god you're still separated you're still missing something and and I think at the very least understanding we need redemption because we are all inherently missing that relationship with God that's that's humbling um, that definitely changes the way we approach uh, this relationship this this uh, our, our whole walk um, it, it, you know it, as Christians um, and so it definitely keeps us right in that and that's why i say like and that's the thing too is like when we're talking about like not sharing certain things because um you don't want people to know you you don't have it all together right we're not being honest about where things are at and like like you're not fooling anyone because get er everyone you're hiding something from has something they're going through too you know er everyone we come in contact with has struggles they're just as human as you are and they need god just as much as you do yeah. And I think it's okay to talk about how much you need God.
1: You, you, you made me think of, you know, there, there's so many things that God puts in our life at the beginning, like inside of us, like drives and things like that. And I was thinking as you're, as you're talking, you know, when, when I was just starting in my relationship with Christ, uh, one of the things that drove me, has driven me uh, for a long time, uh, was I wanted to be someone important now with that I love history I study history all that I wanted to be at the point where I did something so important that my name was in the history books and as I got older and closer to Christ I came to work through like where is that drive coming from what what is that and I and I come to realize that that it was, taking something that god innately put in me and i twisted it and deformed it into something else about my ego and my arrogance and my pride where it was really the intent of what god put in there once it was redeemed and continually redeemed through the holy spirit is i want my life to have a life of meaning Mm. of eternal meaning right and so that that As an example, when we talk about redemption, not just from sin, but but the innate things that 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 are, you know, because sometimes when we when we look at our drives and our motivations and things and we automatically say, well, those aren't good. And those are or maybe it's they were good at the beginning and we twisted them into something else. And we need God to kind of redeem that. Well, why do I have that drive? Why is that something that that matters to me?
0: Yeah. Absolutely. And, and that's one of my favorite things about redemption. The idea of it doesn't, we love the scripture and we love the illustrations of like wiping the slate clean. Yeah. And, and, and it, but I think, you know, spiritually we come to a baby in the bathwater situation where we get rid of a lot of good stuff and, or we suppress and cut off a lot of good things yeah. about what makes us who we are. Um, Redemption doesn't do that. Redemption takes that and turns it into what it should have been, yeah. uh, what what it can be, absolutely. Well, um, I think I think
1: that's why it's important to differentiate when we talk about original sin. So often we talk about my human nature, my human nature. I I've tried to walk away from that on yeah. purpose, right? Because my human nature, who God created me to be, my human nature doesn't necessarily like it's my carnal nature that's put on top of that, that deforms and twists my human nature. around, right. right. And so that's important to differentiate those because my human nature is to worship and glorify God and to be a part of his kingdom.
0: Right. Well, and I think, I think it's over. Uh, I think it's taking too much of what like Paul talk. Paul talks a lot about the flesh, like, this you know sinful nature and i think that's what's kind of led to that misunderstanding or to that kind of language right that that makes us almost hate the human side hate, yeah. hate the god-given usness yeah um sin yeah. just twists that mm-hmm. your na- we were none of us were created sinful in our nature right um it's just that sin latches onto us and twists those things. Uh, the reason we do the things we do is because they're attractive to us. Yeah. right? And that's why no one person is exactly the copy paste of the next is because like the, the way that the enemy distracts you, the way that sin gets to you is going to be different from anyone else because it attacks your nature. You, you like... Um, being a mouthpiece for something. Well, why don't you like ma- being a mouthpiece for yourself? You deserve it. You're great. You know who wouldn't want that bald head of yours? Like you know, <laughs> make, <laughs> make your name great. Uh-huh. When, when in reality, it's it's this nature in you really to make a name great, just not yours.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, and so that and and that that kind of comes from an addict's background for sure. You know, like recognizing your struggles so that you can recognize where your negative influence, like I, I know this is bad for me, right? I know that I like this more than I should and that can be a foothold for me. That can get me back into my old lifestyle. And I think there's something we can learn from um, the, the idea of a recovery standpoint in that when we view sin more in that way of, I know I like people knowing my name And so I have to avoid that at all costs. I have to just go aggressively humble at all costs to avoid slipping into sin. You know, like recognizing those points, I think, is important. That goes back to self-awareness for sure. Um, And I think this is a great point uh, to lead us into our other scripture. we got Haggai. If it doesn't sound familiar, uh, it's Old Testament as well. It's one of the prophets. Uh, one of my favorite prophets too, because Haggai goes hard on people. If you read the whole book, um, I love it. But in uh, chapter one, got verse five and six here. It says, "Now this is what the Lord Almighty says: Give careful thought to your ways. You plant much, but harvest little. You eat, but it's never enough. You drink, but are never full. You put on clothes, but are never warm. You earn wages and put them put them in a purse with holes." <laughs> You know, we're talking when we're talking about like how we can work in futility when we miss redemption. I think Haggai uh, absolutely hit that with uh, God's people when he was like, I, I've given you freedom. I, I, I've released you from the Babylonians and I didn't do that just so you could go do do work, be okay. Like I, I did that for a reason and you're missing it and and i see so much of that in how christians uh deal with our redemption freedom right we use it to be okay and and to be menial um we we like being meek uh when in reality god god has intention for that redemption god has a purpose for that so
1: yeah yeah i i yeah, being being satisfied in God. Like God is enough is important. Right? So you go into verse six there, and it says, You eat but hat never have enough, drink never full. Clothes, but you're still cold, right? You earn wages and you put them in a bag with a hole in it. Right. It's it's this yeah, it's is God enough? Hmm. And if he isn't enough, then we start, that's when you get into the idols and things, right? It's, it's that, is God enough for me or not? You know, and, and, and I even think of like Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego who were going into the fiery furnace and, and saying to them, you know, our God will deliver us, right? But then saying, but if not. He is still good.
0: Yeah.
1: Like and we have to get to that point that even even when life kind of presses in and it and it can be difficult recognizing that God doesn't abandon us, even if not, He is still good.
0: Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. It it's it's something we can't get on the other side of redemption, and it's something it doesn't get easier, even when you do get it right. Yeah. Like I think that if I can be honest, as I'm, I'm saying other people should be. Like it doesn't it doesn't necessarily get easier, even when you know the right things to do and yeah. know what, what's what's expected.
1: Um, In some ways, it can get more difficult, but I would say too, <laughs> with that, it becomes more fulfilling.
0: Yeah, it's more worth it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, because, because you do get it and, and, and that's the thing is like, he just, he never promised we wouldn't have stuff that we wouldn't go through things. It's just that he would be with us and he'd be enough. Yeah. Um, if that's our goal, we'll get that. But if our goal is to just have, you know, if, if Jesus can't be the means to a minimum, you know, like it, it. He's got to be so much more because he is. Yes. And, and redemption is, and, and the life of redemption is. Yes. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, kind of, and we could, this this one initially could be several episodes in and of itself. Why do we need redemption? I don't think any of them would necessarily... Uh, make it easy, any easier to sell you on it. I think it's got to be something a point that you get to in life where you want more. Where you listen to that voice inside that knows and remembers paradise and says, man, there's got to be something better.
1: Mm.
0: And choosing choosing Jesus. Yeah. What he would have for you.
1: Yeah. Amen.
0: So hopefully this has been another uh, I don't want to say fun. We kind of we we got serious today. Yeah. Uh, but I mean I don't know. I, good. Like, I I think you know you talk about like how redeeming our nature. Like I'm a nerd. I I yeah, love. Yeah, you are. Yeah, I die. <laughs> you you will know how much I love something by how much I know about it, right? Uh, <laughs> and, and and how much useless stuff I know about it. So like yeah. I love Star Wars. I love. Uh, history and stuff. And and I think that that was rightly redeemed to make me love these kinds of conversations, this yeah. kind of stuff. Because um, I know, I I know deep down, the more I love it, and the more passionate about it, the more likely I am to get it right for myself. Uh, and I just, I, you know, that's definitely on my heart. I want that for everybody. I want everybody to get this, man.
1: Yeah. And and in a, in a culture where right now it might not be particularly um, within the times or with the mainstream to be a believer in Christ, I think it's important for us uh to know what we believe mm-hmm. why we believe it, and not just spout off Bible to people, like yeah. having a relationship with Christ, having a relationship with other people uh and and being you know I know. And, of course, me and you have, have rapidly become good friends. I know that you, uh, when you are all in, you are all in on something. <laughs> yeah. uh, and I love that. Um, and, and I think that's something that I, I think that's a challenge for me uh, is that there are so many things that I enjoy and I put all, a lot of my effort into. Why would I not also choose to put my effort into the relationship with Christ? Right, I I should because yeah. he sure as heck is. Um, I mean, his arm is always outstretched towards me, whether I reach out or not. Um, and I, I think that's important for us as as believers to to be like Christ, right? Yeah. And not just say I'm a Baptist, I'm a Methodist, I'm a Salvationist. I'm a. Uh, it 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 has to stem from. That relationship first redemption comes not from attending church on sunday redemption comes from having a relationship with christ and then from that you absolutely should attend a church and do all those other things but the relationship has to be first It has to
0: absolutely absolutely and um all the more reason that well i uh, hope you enjoyed this and the conversation i hope it goes further uh, for those watching, listening, if you're the in the Augusta area, yep. uh, like we are, Augusta Crock Church would love to have you. Um, we have Sunday school at 10, worship at 11. Um, and it's not much different than this. Every every Sunday and every Thursday where we have Bible study in small groups as well. So if you're local um, and near us, we'd love to have you. Uh, and we'd love to just journey in this redemption together. Um, If not, hopefully you're plugged into a church, Um, but we definitely enjoy having you virtually. You can check out not just this, but our our Sunday uh, services virtually as well on Facebook or on our podcast. So hopefully you've liked our page, you've subscribed to the podcast, whichever, however you prefer, so that you can get that delivered oh so nicely to you each week. Um, Other than that, if you're uh in the area and you're looking for something uh spooky and fun to do we've got trunk or treat coming up which is we exciting. do yeah i think we, i have
1: to cook a thousand hot
0: dogs <laughs> <laughs> right uh for five no um <laughs> we'll turn it into a hot dog eating contest no we, oh, we always have we have more than we always expect you know the the fish in the loaf situation that's us with people whenever this happens so uh but we're going to be doing it uh rightly and safely uh you know we, we understand the, the, the dangers of today. COVID's still real. We'll be careful. Um, but we'd love to have you. Uh, if not, I guarantee every church on the street corner is doing it too. So find one near you uh, and have a good time. Um, other than that, we'll be back next week. We're continuing um, this journey with redemption. I think next week we're talking about living redemption?
1: Uh, we'll yes.
0: Yep, living redemption, which is a great it's almost like it. it, it was a proper segue and planned like
1: you planned it
0: <laughs> so we'll be uh, excited to have you back next week uh in the meantime be sure to like and share this uh it's the easiest way to evangelize in 2021 um and yeah we'll be back next week uh captain you want to close us in prayer and then yeah. kick it off let's pray
1: Father, we thank you for allowing us the opportunity again to come together and to, to talk about your word and, and your nature and what you have for us, Father. May we continually be in relationship with you as you continually work out a, a redemption for us. And not just redeeming us from, from our, our sin and our separation from you, but redeeming all there is of us so that we um, may be your hands and your feet. Uh, Father, be with us this evening in Jesus' name. Amen.
0: Amen. All right. We'll see you guys next week.
1: Sounds good.